Howdy, fellow conspiracy theorists. Thanks for listening to our weird and wacky uh, show. We're really loving doing it and hope you guys are enjoying it too. Uh, We've got a spectacular episode for you today, so I hope you uh, stay tuned and enjoy that. But beforehand, I wanted to give a quick apology about last week and this week's audio. Um, something happened and I completely donked it and apparently last week my uh, my MacBook was recording the audio instead of my mic and so it's a little bit fuzzier than usual and so you're going to get a little bit of that fuzziness again today other than that, Asher brought a spectacular theory and just did a killer job so I I urge you to power through a little bit of the fuzziness and just love the episode like I think you will uh, yeah, and uh, with that out of the way, here's the show Hey, I'm Asher. And I'm Jackson. And what you're about to listen to is strictly confidential. Well, Jackson, I wish here at the start that I hadn't already opened my can of beer because my little light discussion topic was going to be satisfying sounds because opening here we go there it is the sound of opening a beer uh that's an easy one but what's a really really satisfying sound and i'm wanting the weird stuff if you have anything that's that is off the top of your head i really like the sploosh sound that happens when you like step into mud okay (laughs) most people would hate Go ahead and do that. I don't like mud at all, but the sound that's even better than that is the sound the like when you step out of the mud. Yeah, that's good. Like the sploosh sound itself is all right, but the as it like suctions back away from your foot is so nice. The schlorp, as it's known. Yeah, the schlorp. I have one that's a lot more uh, esoteric. I think that's the word. There used to be these in the '90s. They made these translucent green plastic baseball bats. I think it was called the Megabat, and they're essentially like if you took a water cooler from an office and decided you were going to play a sport with it. I mean these these things were these things could probably these were like forty gallon baseball bats. They were completely hollow, and you're supposed to just hit a like a tennis ball, and when you made contact, it gave the most viscerally satisfying like. Whoop. Hold up, I can't actually. I just learned I can't make the sound with my mouth. It was just like. Whoop. Oh man! And if you hit I, the ball at all, it was a homer, and it was the, it was one of the best toys I've ever owned. That's awesome. I think for me, the sound that like if you're using an old film camera and you click it, and it's got that like, Ooh, like, it's, like yeah. a, it's like a perfect like you know that the shutter is opening and closing, and you can like hear the like contraption like work. Is so, so nice. Yeah, I mean, Apple faked that sound for a digital camera because it's so satisfying. Yeah. You just want to hear that. I guess, I guess that's not a good example because everybody knows that one's satisfying. Yeah. Uh, what's, uh, what's another one I really love? Hmm. I'm a big, big fan of like a big meaty zipper on a nice bag. <laughs> and you just hear that. Oh, it's so good. I'm not a fan of what this does at all or how this happens. But I love when you're, like, squeezing out a mustard bottle and it gives that, like... (laughs) You like that? I love it so much. That's the sound of mustard water. That that makes me ill to hear that. Like, it's it's bad. It's bad. 
But the sound is just a little nice. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's the sound of a sandwich that now belongs in a trash can. <laughs> I only hear it happen every now and then, and I feel like I don't ever hear it happen when I'm actually making a sandwich because making a sandwich is such of an art form for me that I care too much. And But, like, if I'm squeezing ketchup onto a plate or something and you just hear the light, it's so good. I am not with you on this. But, I'm, but I did ask for weird ones. So you did satisfy the criteria. What's that? Uh, all the ones I can think of are substance related, but getting a drink at a soda fountain. Yeah, I, man, I already did beer cans, so that's that's kind of in the same vein. Yeah. Yours are very liquid based, I noticed. <laughs> yeah. Huh. I'm trying to think of others. Well, while that's cooking, I had the most, I was going to transition that Megabat bit into talking about the Egyptians. And I, it was a stunt that I had lined up, and I totally got distracted by the mustard thing. But either way... Do you want to run it back? Do you want to run it back? Oh, it was something like... I'll, I was going to talk about just how... The, just do, do like the last 20 seconds of the Megabat bit again, and then you can go straight into it. Oh, God, no. It, I'll pull a muscle. We're talking about this conspiracy theory of did the dinosaurs build the pyramids... Which is something I gotta admit, I just saw on the list. We have a we have a list of all the conspiracy theories that we want to talk about. Uh, this is mm-hmm. one that Jackson added, and I had not seen until I agreed to do research on it. Just by the name alone, like, come on. And, uh, oh boy, it's, uh... I feel like I'm unprepared to give the lecture in front of the class, but I did do the reading. Like, this is so much that it's really kind of hard to pull together a thesis. It seems like a lot of where this starts is an article titled pyramids were built with the help from dinosaurs claims top egypt uh, egyptologist first of all help is a very loaded word and this is kind of like what happened with the obama building uh or controlling the weather is that it's a nice clickbait title because you immediately start thinking about obama with x-men like powers mm-hmm. uh this is kind of the same thing it's like okay dinosaurs help are they like drawing up schematics or do they mean like they use their bones to like wrap like wait 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 roll it back for a second because i'm imagining a dinosaur sitting at a drafting table yeah exactly with a pair of bifocals (laughs) and like and like a pencil sticking out of his mouth and he's like huh if we stack the bricks up in in like a triangle but square at the bottom yeah and he's like, you see, you see this crumpled up papers all over the floor, and it's just like, there's a perfect cube. And he's like, no, it's wrong. He's like, he, he, you can see him like angrily throwing a crumpled, crumpled up piece of paper into a trash can. Like, where am I going to put all those mummies? <laughs> <laughs> Whew, okay. All right. So I know that just reading an article verbatim is kind of poison. For both you and the listener, but I need to do a little bit of this because it's really important to the whole narrative. Uh, this is straight from the website World Daily News, uh, World News Daily Report.com. It's pretty. It looks legitimate. It starts off Cairo, Egypt. A team of archaeologists at the University of Cairo, led by Egyptologist Nabir Ibn Al Samud, and I checked. That's actually how you're supposed to say that. Has uncovered ancient papyri. Papyri being the plural of papyrus. Uh, yeah, and, of course. And a number that see that was news, and a number of stone pallets dating back to 3,500 BC, which could prove ancient Egyptians might have lived amongst dinosaurs. Whew, that is a hurdle of a sentence. Astonishingly, the papyri, papyri, papyruses were written by men who participated in the building of the Great Pyramid. 
the tomb of Pharaoh Khufu, the mention, uh, and they mention the use of beastly creatures of enormous size, according to Professor Al Samud. The outlandish claim would have been rapidly dismissed if it didn't come from one of Egyptology's most eminent figures, and has definitely come as a surprise to the scientific community. Uh, quote from Professor uh, Al Samud. I understand her present view of human history is completely different from what we're proposing, but based on the, the, uh, these ancient papyri, we must consider the possibility that some dinosaurs lived amongst the ancient Egyptians and were possibly tamed to carry huge blocks that composed the pyramids. Okay, this is some earth-shattering news that I thought as I was reading this. Like, I tried to check the date. I was like, if this is how recent was this, and why is not everyone talking about it? Um, let's see, there's uh, some part of the papyri reference Ra Nitka or the God Beast. The most, uh, the most surprising portions of the ancient text and stone palettes are concerning Ra Nitka, translated as God Beast, which was presumably tamed and used to carry out large limestone blocks that composed the pyramids. For centuries, it was presumed that Ra Nitka was possibly a whale, and here we have descriptions of Ra Nitka del uh, delving in water as well as on land, and the papyri, papyri mentioned that the animal of great stature was used to carry materials during the construction of the pyramid. Uh, explains Professor Alcimud, visibly exhilarated. So the incredible discovery occurs decades after paleontologists unearthed the first fossils of colossal new species of dinosaur in Egypt. Uh, so they have found dinosaur remains in Egypt. And then we have this, this uh, papyrus from 3500 BC, which might suggest that they used these, what they just describe as very large creatures, to carry these stones uh, so this was all very shocking to me, so much so that uh, I googled uh, Egyptologist Nabir Ibn al-Samud to realize that he doesn't actually exist at all, and this entire thing is bullshit. Uh, and actually... Bullshit. Yeah, I, no, I, sorry, I, to, sorry, I to let you, sorry to let you down there. I was there. completely on board. I know, and the thing is, this is why this has taken off. This website, worldnewsdailyreport.com, is a satire website which plays it so close to the chest. I mean, they, this is professional, and uh, until you get into the related articles, and I don't know if you looked up this website when I mentioned it, uh, in a little side panel, which I was ignoring because I was so fascinated by what I was reading about these, these old, old papers, uh, we got, Trending now, doctor gets arm stuck for eight hours in patient's anus during prostate exam. So that's about the, uh, that's the other material we're getting from this news source. Uh, we got morgue employee crema cremated by mistake while taking a nap. Okay, so it's essentially the onion. It's essentially the onion, but it really, like I've said, it plays it so... They, they present it so professionally that you have to kind of read between the lines to pick up the, uh, the satire. Unless you got, unless you, you know, you get articles as ridiculous as the one that I just mentioned. But I mean, they, okay. have, they have like, they, they mentioned universities, they, they compare it to other, other real discoveries. Uh, this is all completely fabricated by this website, worldnewsdailyreport.com. I was essentially one of those grandparents that, re that reposts something on Facebook that The Onion posts and says, what is this country coming to? I am okay, no better we, than them. Can we pull back like three and a half minutes and just pretend that you don't know? <laughs> yeah, because I'm out of breath now, so let's pull it back. Okay, so pull it back. What was, what was the uh, bullshit scientist's name? Nabir Alsamud. Okay, that's all I need. That's like, so Nabir, let's assume that Nabir was completely telling the truth about everything. He was like a real scientist and everything, real paleontologist. Okay. Except he decided, hey, let's prank all these guys. 
and pretend that the dinosaurs helped build the pyramids. If See, what I'm imagining is if I were a genius and I was like an expert in my field and did a ton of actual science research, I would have to leave one thing that was complete nonsense as a joke for just complete comedy's sake. So the reason that I shut this conspiracy down so quickly, and I know we still got like time left, is that the, the original image that you had of a dinosaur that's wearing glasses and mocking up like schematics and blueprints kind of leads to a more interesting question than this does. Because I've been thinking about the idea of prehistoric intelligence. Yeah. Because the idea that the, the, not the dinosaurs helped the Egyptians construct these pyramids, but that literally these dinosaurs were like, wouldn't it be neat if we made these? Because it implies that these dinosaurs have the ability to work with tools and create civilization. And, I mean, this, this article definitely took off because it has a lot of appeal to biblical literist, literalist creationists because they, they believe the idea that man and dinosaurs walked the earth at the same time. Yeah. Uh, and embarrassingly, that's, I mean, that's what I spent a lot of my, I, I grew up in that, in like the creationist belief, believing that, the, I didn't think that earth was like 6,000 years old. I knew it was a bit older than that. But you thought humans had been there the whole time? But I thought humans had been there the whole time. And I'm still now wrapping my head around this idea of our Earth being 4.5 billion years old. And it's kind, yeah. of, it's kind of faced me with some legitimate, interesting questions. Because, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at... This is... From looking at the pyramids were built by dinosaurs, I had an actual sort of life-changing moment looking at this, this diagram of the ages of the Earth. And seeing how microscopic the sliver of humanity is. Yeah. Are you I tracking mean, with me? Yeah, I watched a video that explained that, like, uh, and yes, I understand that videos can be wrong, but I think this guy was basing it off serious stuff that said that, like, there are certain dinosaurs that went extinct further back in time than the end of the dinosaurs went extinct compared to the distance between that time and us. Yeah. It's just like, an unfathomable amount of time. And it's something I'm really only confronting now as a 24-year-old growing up with, like... I grew up with, like, the creationist story, and then after I shed that baggage, I didn't really put... I was more, more or less out of school, so I didn't put my own thought into it. But I'm looking at this timeline, and it made me think about what we know about our own fossil record, which is that anything that... I'm, I'm using the very uneducated term of prehistory. Anything that goes gets into the Triassic, Jurassic... Uh, period and, and previous if you take all the fossils that we have because it takes extremely specific conditions to make a fossil mm -hmm. it only makes up five percent of the living species that we know of here on earth and we don't even know all the living species so generously we know of maybe one percent of all the life that has existed on earth that's generous and so and then so the idea arises like could there have been intelligences of at least primitive nature that existed before we did. Like, we would, if they reached a point where they're making plastics and electronics, we'd probably find traces of that because we would see some, we'd see some telltale signs of that. I think I'm tracking where you're going with this. Are you? Because I'm not really. I'm just, I'm just trying to work through I think, it right I think, now. I think what you were trying to work through is you were trying to, trying to justify the fact that, like, so, like, so, um, my friend Davis here found this thing on Reddit where it's basically like, so what if it works out? This is kind of like that, but it's basically just like, so what if it's true? Like, hear me out for a second. Like, what if the dinosaurs did build the pyramids? You want, you're wanting an answer for that? I thought you were going. 
No, I, I mean, I just wanted like a little bit of silence for you to think about that. But like, like, I mean, the pyramids were well constructed, intensely detailed, like constructions. But like, I mean, it's just square blocks put up in a big pile neatly. I don't know very much about the dinosaur brain, and I don't think anybody does. What if that dinosaur knew how to put these blocks in that pile or figured it out? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And that's, it's, look, I mean, our pyramids? Nah. Them's was the Egyptians, and they're, we know we know how they built the pyramids now. You can Google that. But, I mean, a stone structure could be built, have a primitive civilization with live within it, and then the sands yeah. of time destroy it. And that could have all happened within a sliver of the time that the Earth has existed. Yeah, I mean, if, we, if we're thinking about it, like, birds create nests, right? They yeah. create, like, a, a detailed thing. And a lot of the time, they can look really nice, like, well-sculpted nest things right yeah and yeah, we'll, you, know you know that about, we're both people you and i both rent our homes when we're envying a nest we're like that looks pretty comfy yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh but uh what i know about dinosaurs from the documentary series the jurassic park um they come <laughs> from disney's dinosaur from the uh the animated documentary series land before time they uh come more from birds than they do from uh like reptiles and stuff so would it be that out of the question to imagine these gigantic birds creating gigantic structures? No. And I, I know that makes you sound bonkers, but no. I mean, we got crows who use tools. Like, we can put a little berry in a pipe, and that crow goes and gets a stick, and he, like, fishes it out. And crows, are, was, and crows are dumb as hell. But they know how to... I but, was so ready for you to just say, I mean, we got crows. <laughs> and thanks for listening to Strictly Confidential. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, if you want to... Like, I was so ready for you to just say, I mean, we got crows. <laughs> this, is, this isn't my own idea. It's just pointing out that the, the like, crows, what are the other really smart animals we got? We got those orangutans. Dolphins. Living dolphins, other animals that are so intelligent, they use tools that they have found themselves. Oh, to, to accomplish. Yeah, to accomplish. Yeah, octopi. They accomplish goals with, like, tools, and that's one of the pillars of intelligence is able, is able to use tools outside their own body. And that's just something so, that's evolved within this sliver of, like, the past, you know, million years. And so, so the idea that there's another life form within the past 4.6 billion years that could have evolved to the point where they could have built a civilization is weirdly not that unbelievable. It's definitely 100% conjecture and baseless, but... But it does support the hilarious theory that at some point years and years ago, there was a dinosaur wearing bifocals. <laughs> Just the idea of a Tyrannosaurus Rex holding a stick is the funniest shit I can imagine. So the idea of them having like a house is blowing me away. <laughs> like, I'm, ima I'm imagining like a dinosaur sitting like with its legs crossed, looking down at like a, like a, a stencil drawing he's done and being like those bastards in middle school will make fun of me now <laughs> like like stuff like that i'm imagining a dinosaur graduating from the university of texas tech yeah with an architect with truly an a prehistoric degree. establishment with an architecture degree yeah which at that point was three rocks stacked up and like vertically so it wasn't that hard to get yeah i mean do we want to try and imagine the most ridiculous situations for a dinosaur to be in that a human would be in i think this is a fun game <laughs> Well, it's definitely funny to me. Well, I have the one, so I think you should give an option, and then I'll give you the most ridiculous one. Okay, I, I'm not totally understanding the game. What do you want me to give you an option for? Like a human so, situation? 
Imagine something that a human does, and now imagine a dinosaur doing that thing. So, like, like the guy who sold me the cable to plug in my microphone to record this podcast, imagine him as a dinosaur in that exact same job field. <laughs> it's always funny. And this is how they wrote every season of the Flintstones. It's a living. That's from the Flintstones. You remember that? Yeah. God, that cartoon is old. Based off the Honeymooners. Okay, you have, uh, I'm going to give you... Man, I would have not done well on whose line is it anyway, huh? How do about you want, do you want? Yeah, ahead, I know. I can it. tell you have an example, so why don't you give me one? Okay, so imagine you're laying in a dental hygienist bed, and you look up, and these gigantic ass teeth are looking down at you, going, "Huh, have you lost <laughs> this week?" I would definitely. I mean, I would trust him. It's like, man, like forty percent of his life is teeth. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you have to admit, dinosaurs are way more percentage teeth than I am. <laughs> that was a satisfying noise. Also liquid-based, because I was me pulling the tab off this beer. Man, are all, are we... those all the articles you have? Well, <sighs> long dramatic sigh. All the other articles that I can find directly reference this article. <laughs> this article. So I mean, the, it kind can... of it kind of debunks all the others. The fact that this one is completely satire, written for a comedy website. Yeah, but I mean, the reason I was so excited to bring it to the show was the greater concept of ancient intelligences. So I'm glad I got to bring that up and talk about that for a second. I mean, we always think about we're searching for intelligence in alien life. You know, it's external. It's something we're finding out there. Um, but it's a completely new concept to me, at least. The idea of intelligence existing on this planet. And it's just so fascinating to realize that even if there was a dynasty that lasted for 3,000 years, if it was before the, if it was during the Triassic period, you know, there was this higher race of dinosaurs, they could have thrived, built, you know, crude structures, lived for thousands of years, then died out, and there would be no trace of it now. Okay, and we're back. <laughs> and we're back. We had to do a quick uh, mic swap for Jackson, a little behind the scenes. Hopefully you uh, didn't notice too much audio disparity there. We're going to do our best to clean it up. Pull back the curtain a tiny bit. Uh, I accidentally recorded all of the good stuff we've done, including my several good jokes on my MacBook microphone instead of my actually good podcast recording microphone. Uh, I actually have a mission for you, and I have a mission for the listeners. Uh, I want to figure out what this translucent green plastic bat was called, because it wasn't called the Mega Bat. The Mega Bat is a large mammal that is just a bat, and I'm hoping someone knows what I'm talking about, because would like to own that thing again if I could find it anywhere. Okay, do we want to get back to dinosaurs for a second? Because <laughs> I would uh, love to dive into the potential of thinking of it from the perspective of somebody who, like, fully believes in, like, the creationist the dinosaurs lived on the earth with man for like a couple years, then they went extinct, and then now. So I think the only way you could imagine that happening is if like they essentially used the dinosaurs as if they were like pack mules. Right? Yeah. I don't think I have anything beyond that. Well, I mean, if, the, if dinosaurs and humans existed at the same time, there just wouldn't be any humans. That's all there is to it. Have you seen how big those guys are? We don't stand a chance, dude. I mean, that, I don't I mean, know. It's... it's some creation, oh, not creationists. Um, what am I looking for? Crazy people think that all of the fossils and all of the dinosaur bones have been fabricated. 
as if that were possible. Because when you actually see them, you're like, oh yeah, there's no way we're living that. If that thing's around and we're around, we're done. Just its existence kind of negates it for me because there's no level of intelligence we can achieve where we're taking on a Tyrannosaurus Rex and thems ain't even the biggest dinosaurs. Yeah, I there was a point in my life where I was like, I'm going to make knowing dinosaur lore my thing. And I bought one book and then I was like, I've always been more of a sci-fi fan myself. <laughs> I didn't realize there'd be a lot of learning. I didn't realize the names would be so long. Are there and so dates all, in the, here to like, memorize? Hell no. Like the only dinosaur names I can think of are like, Let's list them. I got Stegosaurus, Pterodactyl. Velociraptor. I think those are the same, right? Velociraptor and Pterodactyls are not the same, but continue. Um, Aerodactyl. Yeah. Sharp Teeth. Uh, which is definitely a flying rock Pokemon. Three horns. And then a Tyrannosaurus Rex. And those Long Necks. I know a lot of Pokemon. Oh, God. I know you know a lot of Pokemon. It bums me to an insane amount that you don't know Pokemon. But I love the Pokemon cartoon. Exactly, and so I understand that you know quite a bit of Pokemon, but like, like the Pokemon cartoon was very good. Do not get me wrong. But what really, really, really made this series a lasting series was getting to pull open your or pull up your Game Boy Color and collect these little boys to go out into the wild and fight a tiny little purple rat and be like, I want that fighting for me. I'm from the South. You're from the South. Did you hear that a uh, Pokemon was? evil because it supported the idea of evolution god i know what i'm saying sounds crazy but i grew up in this man this is just what i heard this is what no, I, but when I was when i was summer bet- between uh second and third grade i was reading the harry potter series and my mom wouldn't let me bring the book to church because she was like the other people at our church won't understand that the witchcraft in that book is portrayed as fictional <laughs> i was the other people i was yeah, those I know. people and it sucked and so I, I remember distinctly having things where my parents would be like, yeah, uh, I know you're smarter than this, but we don't want other people to stumble. Yeah, so there's the thread. That's what ties all this together in a nice little bundle is that Pokemon and dinosaurs and evolution and the fact that the Earth is 4.5 billion years old all gets lumped in real nice into stuff that uh, Asher was told was evil when he was a young lad. And the frustrating thing about that is that there's nothing, like, inherently biblical about any of that. No, not at all. But, thankfully, I have this show to open my eyes. This time, this time legitimately, and normally that's facetious. Normally we're talking about how opening our eyes is kind of a goof. But legitimately looking into this has really opened them. Like, I didn't even have memorized the, er- the, the ages of the Earth. I'm learning all this stuff. I'm having my mind expanded, which makes me excited because I actually learned something today. And hopefully you did too. I doubt yeah. it, but hopefully you did too. Yeah, hopefully you did. Do we want to wrap up? It's been 35 minutes. Yeah, and that's about as long as I can stand talking to you. So <laughs> I can't do that. Trade secret. We're going to talk for an even. hour more after we stop recording. Yeah, we're going to talk about video games. Uh, so I'm going to talk about our fantastic theme song is Threadbare by Glenn Merle. And he has graciously let us use that track. Uh, you can check out his music at glenmerlemusic.com. Or on Spotify or Apple Music. He has another album coming out soon, I've heard. And his current album is fantastic. His next one's going to be fantastic. So please check him out. We should have a website up soon, but right now our Instagram is Strictly Confidential Show. And if you want to send us conspiracy theories, like I sure said at the beginning, we've got a long list of them. 
But if you want to send us ones that you want us to talk about, we will definitely talk about them. Strictlyconfidentialshow at gmail.com. Yeah, we're not going in chronological order here. We're just picking the ones that seem the most interesting at the time. So if you send a juicy one, we'll probably talk about that next week. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of next week, next week I will be talking about the phantom time hypothesis, which is one of like the top five I was most excited to talk about. So is that that all of our housekeeping? That's all of our housekeeping, man. We got it down to a science. Sweet. If you want to sponsor us, your sponsor message could be right here. Until then, remember, stay curious. Stay curious.